Hey, everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I am Jackie Reed. I'm Joanne Reed. I'm trying to speak loudly this week because we had um, somebody on social media say to us, y'all talk too quietly. Do we? Do yes. we really? Are we whispering? Are we, are we whispering? Yes. I like the whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to get closer to your phone or your headphones. Yes, t- or turn up the volume. Turn up the volume. Turn up the volume. But right. we hear you and we love you. Yes. Fans we'll of Read This, Read That. Yes, we will. I always thought of myself as really loud. So actually, that makes me happy. Me I feel too. I feel like I listen to the podcast. I'm like, why are you so loud? Right. I feel like we're loud. Uh, yeah. I'm really loud. You're not as loud. I, but I people know. loved your Maya Angelou. <laughs> They did. I got so many comments. We got so many comments on social media about that. They were like, I thought that that was her. <laughs> you thought it was really Maya? Yes. I'm People proud. were like, that's crazy. That was so good. I'm proud. I'm telling you, I am going to, I don't know if I'm going to drug you uh-uh. or what I'm going to do, but I'm going to get you to audition for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I am. Totally you let would me be, be on there. brilliant. Why can't they let me be on Saturday you Night Live? You could be. Why don't you audition? Uh, sometimes I see the writers in the in the elevator. Next time I see them, I'm be like, hey. Hey. Can I come on the show? I got a like, joke for you. Like, well, who who are you? <laughs> no, you'll just try to be funny. You know how people try to impress people. You just yeah. try to be really and funny, it won't work. and it won't work. And it, it'll just fall. They flat. should just listen to our podcast because you're very funny. That's correct. So true. Yeah. How are you doing? We host it together. What the cousin episode of Saturday? We should oh, host girl. Saturday Live together. Let me so tell. Funny. When I tell you, I am not the actress at girl. all. Can I you cannot. go back and replay the episode where you talked about being in a Magic Johnson theater? That's and me, where you that's me actually telling burger. a real story. But, but it's when hilarious. It com- Listen, when it comes to pretending and acting, I'm no good at it. That's how you know that Jackie's stories on this podcast are straight up real. They're real. Yeah. Because when I was on an episode of Soul Food, the TV series on Showtime, yeah. and when I tell you when the director was like, action, I was like, oh. <laughs> He's so brave, man. <laughs> Somebody turn up the heat. Somebody open a window. I mean, I panicked. I couldn't remember oh, no. anything. And I was, Mario Van Peoples was in this scene with right. me. And he was like, are you okay? And he was like, just breathe. It's going to be okay. It's no big deal. Oh, no. I forgot my lines went right out of my head. Wow. Let me tell you. I'm, and I. I need to see that episode. Oh, Can you say it it was me? the very last episode okay. of Soul Food. Okay, the I'm going to look it up. Because you probably. And they were like, it. you're playing a reporter. How hard is it? I'm like, but I'm not actually that it's i'm not being myself right i have lines that i they have to have remember just given you a situation and let you just ad lib that's even that would have been bad I, I don't know why i it just this doesn't click but in my brain TV every day it, but i'm not acting i'm actually talking to right. people and i'm i read scripts but they're about actual things i'm reading i'm not pretending it's hard for me it doesn't click in my brain because yeah. i'm like one of those people like madonna love you madge it just doesn't click for me. Yeah. Um, Are you saying she's a bad actress, Madonna? I don't think she's a great actress. Oh, didn't she get nominated for like a no. Golden Globe for Evita? I no. think she did. I don't think so. I think she did. Nina, no. can you look it up? I don't think she did. Nina's going to look it up and I'm going to be I there. think she was in Evita <laughs> and Meryl Streep wanted that role. But I don't think she was I nominated. I think she was nominated for something, like a Golden Globe. Maybe the song? I think for the acting. Madonna? I, re- I feel like I remember that. Maybe it's a false memory because I do have a lot of false memories. Did where you I think see some... Evita? No. I saw it. Was it bad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you all through my wild days. Oh. Okay, it was an MTV Movie Award. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Nina. <laughs> Cold water splasher. 
Leave the Our entertainment to me, Miss Political. That's true. That's true. Oh my God, I'm so bad at it. I'm just like, what? Yeah, you're right. That's not my specialty. That's true. The I can't M- even remember actors' names. I, listen, I'm not. I know all black actors. No, you know all. You and I can pronounce all names. their names, but I struggle. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Was she, wasn't she in this movie? Isn't that the same actress? And it's they're like, like the no. Chris's. Like, there are all these white actors named Chris. I don't know who they are. What, I know Chris one Evans, is Chris, Chris Pines, Chris Hemsworth. But I don't know which one is which. I know Chris Hemsworth is the fine one. See? The Chris Hemsworth is the They're all Thor. fine. No, but Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Chris Pines is gorgeous. But who's he? Which one? He's is the he? one with the really pretty eyes. He was in like the Star Trek remake. Oh, he's Captain Kirk. Yes. Oh, Chris. Pa- yeah, he's good looking. He's too. gorgeous. And is which one is in Guardians of the and Galaxy? And he was in the country. No, what was he? The in? Guardians of the Galaxy one is the same one as Captain Kirk, right? No. No. Well, that's a different one. That's a different one. That's. I, I like him too. It's another Chris. But yeah. then Chris Chris Evans is Captain America, the one who now helped. that I don't know superhero movies. Oh, you know I'm not. But I think Chris Evans is Captain. America. I know Black Panther, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> because he helped Regina King, and everybody was like, "He really is Captain America." Oh, because remember he was such, he was so gallant with. Oh look, Nina has brought us all the different Chris's. So Chris Pine, I don't recognize him. Chris Pratt, that's the one that's is. in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, and was in um, the Why Jurassic Park Tucker remake. Take that, <laughs> <laughs> Take that back. Girl, turn your phone off. <laughs> Chris, I love Chris Delete Tucker. your account. You just take Chris Tucker in the Chris Rock. Why aren't they on what? there? Damn it. Chris Rock. <laughs> if you don't do all the Chris, I know Chris Rock from Chris Tucker. I just don't know those other Chris's. And what about the guy in Everybody Hates Chris? I'm just kidding. <laughs> every time you, every time I think of Everybody Hates Chris, I think of when the actor who plays in Everybody Hates Chris Walking was in the wall. And all we thought was, everybody ate Chris. I can't believe you made a joke about that. <laughs> I didn't come up with that. It's not that original. Was, that that was, was on Twitter. That was one of the, I, it just still lives with me in me my too. memory of when he got eaten because he was begging. Trapped. He was asking for Glenn help. Glenn to help him. And nobody and helped him. And that asshole. It wasn't Glenn. No, Glenn was still alive. Right, but it was another guy. It wasn't Glenn no, that Glenn messed was, him up. No, he was asking Glenn to help him. Glenn was on the oh, other right. side. Glenn was trying, Glenn to, was trying to help him, yes. Right, and this and other, the guy, other guy, the jerk. Asshole. Then let him die, and then everybody ate Chris. Don't. That's not funny. It's not funny. I'm not. Everybody ready. else in the room thinking funny. Yeah, listen, and this is why you should be on Saturday Night Live, but you no longer have my support. <laughs> I no longer will support it came this. Wow, wow. That was brief. So wait. <laughs> Let's wind down and talk about our wine. Of course, it comes to you from the wine god um, who has winechurch.com. Wine Church is an educational wine home delivery service created by Moselle Watson, the wine god. We love him. Each month, the wine god will send you four bottles of wine along with a personalized wine sermon. I mm. love that. Yeah, I love Taking that. notes and food recommendations to help you understand wine and identify your palate. Join the congregation. Yes. Jesus served one. Yeah, the doors of the church are the open. Door of the, church the doors we'll of the church are open. We'll, won't we, you come? Won't you come? Won't we'll you walk come? with you. Well, we're <laughs> drinking Wyatt California Vintage 2016 Cabernet Sauvignon. Yes. A delicious red. It's quite tasty. Yes, yes, yes. Tasty, tasty. It and is. We the, love it. Yeah, we love it. It's delicious. It has, he says for us, that he, he sends us notes about this wine. He does. Um, he says it has tobacco in it and leather tobacco. and some cherry and dark stone fruit. I don't know what that means. I have a problem with the leather. This clearly isn't vegan. It's not vegan. <laughs> I have a problem with that. He <laughs> snuck this up on me. He, oh, my God. Listen to this. The wine is best paired with beef, ooh, lamb, ooh, and poultry. Ooh. Sorry. I'm not drinking anymore. <laughs> 
starry white guy. The palate is rich and deep. It is, it is delicious, but it's Tell not me. as good as the wine we had last no, week. No, and the last week wine that we had, which we love, we both love, was the Chateau Sipian Medoc from 2015. So I have a bottle of it <laughs> right here. We're butchering these names. Yeah, but please bring that. Bring, bring us some more of that. That was good. That was good, but this is good, too. And it's Grand it's not Van bad. de Bordeaux. <laughs> so give us a wind down, my cousin. What's going uh, on with you? No, we have to start with your wind down because this will prove my point. Yeah. That you don't listen. <laughs> you don't listen. You don't listen. <laughs> Tell everybody... I tell Joanne, go and see us. Where did you go and see it? I, I was in Harlem. <laughs> and? And I went to the Magic Johnson Theater. Ah, why would you do that? Because it was closed and I was tired and it was cold. And I and I and so I, I had to beg someone in the house to go with me. Husband was like, I ain't going to see a scary movie. Son was like, I ain't going to see a scary movie. So, of course, the daughter gets dragged to go because she's always, the, she's the person who's willing to go. And she was like, I'm terrified. I don't want to go. And I was like, well, somebody's got to go, and and it was her. <laughs> so we went. So I was like, I, now I'm already dragging the poor the poor thing out to see movies she's going to be afraid of. I didn't want to go far, and where we were already was closed. So we went there. It was like a nine dollar Uber ride. And, and so what we, was the experience and, like? You know, I love the Magic Johnson Theater. In theory, I want to love it. But first of all, I love the beauty of it. I love the outside. murals on the wall. Mm -hmm. The outside is gorgeous. It's beautifully made. It's got these amazing, beautiful pictures of black people and historical photos and of African-American celebrities. <laughs> no, inside, there are all these great pictures of stars. Mm -hmm. You have the great murals inside. It's Were fabulous. there lines? Oh, see, this is where See, the this is what I'm talking works. about. Don't act like those murals and all the beautiful <laughs> black people distracted you from the <laughs> long-ass lines. Can I just tell you, mm -mm. my people, my people, my people. Mm -mm. This is the opening weekend of the biggest movie. We, we're going to talk about it a little bit later in the podcast. We how are. big us is. It's just huge. huge. And it's a black movie. So that means all the black people are going to go and say it. Right. So if you're running the Magic Johnson Theater in Harlem, and Harlem is still black. Mm. We know Bill Clinton and all of the gentrifiers live there. We get it. But it's still mostly black. Right. So there are lots of black people. It's an island. There's nowhere for them to go. Because the one thing the white people in Harlem don't do it's is go to the Magic Johnson Theater. Theater. The white folks, there were like three of them in there. And they They're were like, very disorientated. Right. <laughs> okay. Like, we're going to Lincoln Square. They didn't understand. Yeah. And they were already in there. So they were like, I guess we got to stay. But the majority of the people in there, and it was a gang of people. Because, again, it's black. It's the it's an opening no. of a huge black movie. Nay, you said gang. It was, There was a herd. <laughs> There was a herd. It was of a Googleplex of people in there. Okay, <laughs> Googleplex, a lot of people. And you know how many people were working behind the counter where they sell the popping corn and things? Was it the same amount that was working when I went to see Black Panther? About three. Oh, I just had one. <laughs> and first of all, of the three people working, one appeared to be a supervisor, so they weren't even ringing up anything. Yeah. The second one was in that special line for the people who paid extra for the like extra special AMC <laughs> club memberships. You right. go a little faster. And then the last one was dealing with the other 437 of us. <laughs> I was in line to get a, literally one soda water. All I wanted was some seltzer water. How I didn't long? even want food. Half an hour. I was in for 45 minutes, so that's an improvement, basically. It was shocking how long. And first of all, I'm on the line. I'm thinking to myself, is it worth it to be in this line for a $7 bucket of seltzer water? Yeah. It's a bucket of seltzer water. First of all, it's huge. Everything no human in the movie theater should is drink just... that much liquid. Yeah. You're going to die. Or have to go to the bathroom during the movie. Which the, can we start with number two? Because oh, no. then we get in the theater. Why do people get in the theater into their seat? 
movie trailers are going on. They're not, they're sedentary. Yeah. They're fine. They're settled in. As soon as the actual movie begins, everybody got to be. <laughs> and they just kept peeing and peeing mm-hmm. and peeing and getting up and getting excuse up, me. Excuse me, and because walking. it's tight in there. It's tight. It's not like a lot of movie theaters now where there's a lot of leg room, right? No leg room. And so every, I mean, they, they were fine during the trailer. I mean, we got to like the last two minutes of the trailer because the damn line was so long. Yeah. Every two minutes. It's like, do you want to see the movie? Because all the important things that are happening in the first 30 minutes, you know, the first 30 minutes of a movie is the law. Yeah. So yeah. if you keep getting the hell right. up, you don't have any idea what's going on. You're missing it all. All. This happened like throughout the first hour. Oh. They wouldn't stop getting up. Were they at least quiet during oh, the movie? Oh, girl, No. No. <laughs> Lupita, run! Girl, get out of the house! Lupita! Can't you hear me, girl? Oh, God, no! Oh, Lupita, no! Oh, girl! Is that your baby? Look at that baby. And the cheering, right? When the when the stabbing, when the little girl stabs, you know, saves her brother. Oh, and stab! Saves yeah, her mother. yeah! Come on now! Stab her again! It's like, she is stabbing Which in some again. movie theaters is, can add to the watching yeah, of it. Yeah. But in Magic Johnson, it takes yeah. on a whole life of its own. It's, it, it, it actually, to be honest with you, was very entertaining. Yeah. I found that fun. Because in a, certain, in a horror movie, you want the commentary. Yeah, I don't I mind I found that. it fun. Yeah. I didn't mind the commentary at all. It was the getting up and peeing that was bothering yeah. me. The, 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 the commentary was out. fun. No. Yeah. It, was, it was very peaceful. That's good. There was enough violence on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I had a wonderful time. I love the Magic Johnson film. God bless Magic Johnson. Will you go back? Probably. Listen, he just gave them his name. He has nothing to do with these theaters. So there is nothing wrong with saying that they need to shut that shit down in Harlem. Shut it down. New management, whatever. New management, for sure. You know. And hire. This is my problem with the modern world. Because people all exercise and angry about immigration and stuff. Please. It's, it's automation. They expect all of these, there are like eight rows that they could have a human standing there yeah. ringing up people's food. Yeah. But instead, they don't want to hire people anymore. But why not have extra staff, for God's Hello? sake, on an opening weekend of a movie that you know is going to be huge? You know it's going to be huge. How do you not have anybody there? I can't. They won't. I mean, and my problem with these businesses, they're making a lot of money. Yeah. And the idea that you can't hire two more people yeah. to make people's experience. And then at one point, someone came up to us who was clearly unfamiliar with the Magic Johnson Theater because they were <laughs> of the white persuasion. Right. And asked, I guess they were looking for somebody that, you know, looked as beleaguered as they. And they sort of asked us, they're like, how long have you been in line? And like eight people <laughs> said, 30 minutes. Everybody was angry. People uh, were getting hot. I mean, it was really unpleasant to stand there that long and wait. Because then you want to see the previews. I missed all the previews. Almost all of them. And I want to see the previews. I love seeing the previews. It's part of the best My part. sister will not, if we're late for the previews, yeah. she won't go into the movie. What? Oh, my That's a lot. She's a lot. <laughs> That's a She's lot. just a lot. That's a lot. Holly Noel. Love you, girl. <laughs> we love you, girl. A but lot. Just go see the movie. I mean, just You can on. still just see the, the film. But she's always early. Yeah. But if I make her late, yeah. Oh, you know what my mother used to do? When we were, so we would we were always late. We used to call ourselves the late great Lamena family because we were always late. We were late <laughs> to church. That, there was a name. that was our name, nickname, the late great Lamena family. We were late for every damn thing. Oh my god. But what she would do is we'd be late for the movie. Typically, we'd be late. Yeah. We'd get to the movie and then we would just stay for the start of the next movie. So we would be <laughs> sitting there long after everyone was gone. The lights yeah. came up, people are cleaning, and they're like, uh, are you late? We're like, no, we're just gonna sit here. And we would be so embarrassed. But we wouldn't. She would not get up from that seat until she got to see the start of the movie. Oh. So we would sit and wait for them to clean, and then we would watch the next movie to start. Oh my God. 
are always late. <laughs> I think we did that with Jaws. Oh. And we were re- we got there so late we had to sit right in the front. Well, you didn't miss much if you missed the very beginning. We missed of the Jaws. very beginning of Jaws. Yeah. And I don't think I don't know if we it stayed. builds. Yeah, it builds. Yeah, so that's yeah. okay. Not yeah. like us where there's shit happening right off the bat. You gotta watch you can't every second miss of that a movie. Moment. People miss so much. I am shocked how much people missed of that movie. I've missed so much. It's like people who leave before the Marvel film is over. It's like, don't you know what a Marvel film is? You gotta stay till that last credit. Listen. And people get up and leave and like ninety percent of the theater is empty. My, and they miss the preview. Listen, I, I don't you, get it. You can't want it more for them than they want it for themselves. <laughs> you know, you just got to let it be what it is. <laughs> What's your watch? Okay, let's move on. You know, I met um, this week. You know, we have so many uh, interesting celebrities that come in and out of the TV show that I do here at 30 Rock. And Lorraine Toussaint oh. was our guest. She's part of a great new show on, she's on. She's on Into the Badlands. If yes. you're watching that, which comes on after The Walking Dead. Yes. Um, but she's also on a great new show that's based in Brooklyn called The Neighborhood, ah. and it's about this apartment building where everyone is really like family. Okay. It comes on after This Is Us on NBC. It is really well done. Okay. I was like, okay, it's going to be this sappy drama where they're just going to try really hard to you know make you cry or make right. you connect with people and it yeah. really isn't going to be great but this is really well done okay and Lorraine Toussaint was just uh Toussaint was just lovely she really was a breath of fresh air she's got a lot of interest that's fabulous there. no and Into the Badlands is amazing I don't watch this are you kidding me I've you never seen watch. an episode well do you love I try to arts? watch it no okay if you're I mean because it's really for people who are very much into martial arts films yeah brilliant Jason Wu who's the executive producer and he's the star he plays Sonny mm brilliant really? great acting beautiful costumes the set design is gorgeous yeah and it's got this really fascinating kind of post-apocalyptic story yeah, yeah. and it's brilliant martial arts if you really? love martial arts, See, badass yeah. women just kicking ass maybe all that's over the place. what i don't love about it i just couldn't connect i tried yeah but i but this is the final season of it so i'm not gonna oh i'm, give I'm it loving it I love but this was her first time um playing a sci-fi role and she said it was, she's really a sci-fi. I'm trying to get her on the show. On yes, let's that. do it. She's a nerd girl. She loves sci-fi. She said it's her favorite genre. Right. So she was so happy when this role finally oh, came to her. Oh, please come on the podcast. Yeah. We're nerd girl. I'm working on it. Girl, it still feels like winter out here, but, you know, listen, spring is coming. Winter blues coming to an end. We got to get back to a routine that empowers us to feel good and feel healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And you know that I'm always looking for better energy. More sleep would be nice. <laughs> uh, it would be nice to be less stressed out, you and, know. Yeah. And anything that can make me feel healthy, I am down for that. Yeah, yeah. You know what we need to be doing? Vitamins. We need to take vitamins. Yes, yes. And, you know, got to do the nerd thing because I think most people, like 90% of people, don't actually get enough vitamins per the FDA guidelines, right? At least one vitamin or nutrient that you're supposed to have. So it would be nice to actually be able to find out how much you're supposed to take and what you should take. Well, ta-da. Ta-da. I have the answer. Care okay. of. Now, Care of makes it really easy. It's a deliver. They deliver daily vitamins and supplemental packs customized to your recommendations to promote personal health and wellness. And you take this great online quiz. It only takes about five minutes. Okay. It's at takecareof.com. Mm-hmm. You go on there and they ask you simple questions that give them an idea so they can customize exactly what you'll need to meet your health 
goals. Okay, so you know exactly what to take. You know exactly yeah. how much to take. You know what's personalized for you. Yeah. So not a bad idea at all. How do you get it? Uh, you go to TakeCareOf.com, take mm-hmm. the quiz, and they'll take care of the rest. And send it to your house. And send it right to you. How e- so, And we like easy. We love easy. We love easy. Easy is good, but healthy is better. And you know what I love? They have vegan and vegetarian supplement options available. We knew you'd go there. We Hello. knew you'd go there. Love We'd you. love it. <laughs> all right, so go to TakeCareOf.com to find out more. Fabulous. Yeah. So... Speaking of AMC shows we love. Let's talk about it, cousin. TWD, The Walking Dead, Man, The Walking Dead. When I tell you that had to be, I I stood up and cheered. (laughs) Just because all the people you hated died. I mean, really, just Henry. (laughs) When they revealed Henry's head on that stick, it was the last one. I was like, praise Heads on a pike, baby. Jesus. You know, and the thing about... um, I didn't feel any emotion about the deaths. I, I feel like because a bad they were person. characters. Yeah, the, the rumor, the, the talk was, the rumor mill was there are going to be some big deaths yes. towards the end. Okay, so this is the episode before the season finale next right. week that there were going to be some huge deaths. Yep. And what happened in the comic books, according to JP, my sound man on my set, he okay. knows all he knows things everything. Walking yeah. Dead. We have an in-depth conversation every Monday. Yep. Um, King Ezekiel was supposed to be among the dead. <gasps> They were gonna kill the king. They were gonna kill the king, but for some in the in the comic in book the they did. <gasps> in that moment, oh. Alpha, and you remember they teased you throughout because remember, um, Alpha when she was dressed with the wig, yeah, she met up with King Ezekiel. Yes, she and they did. had a conversation, and he took her. They went off together, yes. arm in arm. Remember, yeah, yeah. And then when they were at the movie theater, remember the people were looking for him. Jerry was yeah. like, "Oh, Where he's coming. He he's running late." Yeah. Um. So he was in the comic books. They he killed. was going to be one of the ones. Wow. I knew, so I knew the girl was going to get it, Went the girl with the cute boyfriend. I knew she was a goner. Enid? They were the yeah, one with the glasses. Enid. Enid. Enid I liked. I liked her, but I felt like they were foreshadowing something bad. When they give a character that doesn't normally get that much screen time, yeah. that much screen time, and they Good highlight point. their relationship, yeah. they're about to have a baby or they're going to die. Mm-hmm. And and I kind of had a feeling that she was going to go. Yeah. I'm, you know what I'm amazed is that the, the preacher has lasted so long. Remember, he was a coward in the beginning. He was, but he really has earned my respect. Up. Yeah, he's earned a lot of respect, but I'm surprised. I mean, he and Eugene have lasted a lot longer than I would have thought in the real world those two yeah. types of people would have lasted. And he's had some romances with Garbage yes. Girl and now with Rosita a little bit. Yeah. He's just getting it in. He is. Getting I, his post-pastoral thing on. So I like him. I do like him. Uh, what's his one his name? Father Gabriel. Father Gabriel. I like him. He can stick around. He can stick he around. He earned my respect because at first, yeah. oh man. And when they said big deaths were coming, I was just like, do not touch Daryl. I mean, my rule Darryl, is don't touch Daryl. Michonne. Daryl, Carol, Michonne. Don't touch any of those three and kill I'll keep watching. Kill anybody else. I don't Kill care. anybody else. And they need to kill Negan. Negan is just hanging off for no damn reason now. There's no reason for him to be alive anymore. None. It's time for him to go. But I hear that when it comes to fighting the whispers that he is going to play a role in this. And they're going to try to redeem them him. to defeat. Because now all the communities know that they have to come together. Right. That they have to, to fight, fight the, whispers. the whispers. This was good. I yeah. mean, because I was wondering, is Alpha getting weak? Why did she let Daryl and all them go? Yeah. It was because she, she wanted to make this point and kill all these people. She that wanted to make were, a statement. Huh? Did, did it, was it clear? Maybe I wasn't paying close attention how she got them all. Well, because she was, I don't know, she, she probably wasn't there. the only one that was in there. Right. They had you know people what I mean? in there. Yeah. And knowing her ass, she probably grabbed him and tossed him over the fence. Yeah. She's yeah. so tough. She, I like her as a villain. I like her as a villain. Because she's not like Negan where I hate her. Yeah. I, she's fascinating and interesting. Yeah. And she's a character that I that I can enjoy like the like the governor was. Agreed. Where it's like a, a campy evil. Yeah. Not like a Negan evil. Yeah. Where it's insidious and like Trumpian, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> like he can't like it's just there and he's like never he's just going charming away. right he's just overly charming Negan is and that and that to me is how they try to play him he's this charming guy he's leaning back he's got his leather yeah. jacket and oh nah, and the nah, actor nah. is quite good looking no and they use that against Love us him. but the reality is I once you Denny kill from Glenn, Grey's Anatomy oh I never seen Glenn's Anat- Grey's Anatomy I, I know you. I've never seen these mo- these shows did you watch uh, Scandal. I did. Okay. Yeah, but I would just turn it on when Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. Those are the only two I watched. I never watched the one before. I've never seen it. No, I can't. Well, it it's a whole other podcast. I, I haven't seen This Is Us either. <coughs> Get I out. never seen it. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> it, this Is Us has one of the best storylines with a so black family I know. on television. But I don't know when it's on. I have no idea when the show is on. Tuesday nights <laughs> at 9 o'clock. I'm watching Rachel Maddow or, at that time. Or, or, mm-hmm. <laughs> you could watch it on demand. I could. because It's I'm, on yeah, Hulu. That's my Maddow time. So, I've given you three ways to watch it. Okay. <laughs> DVR, four. I've got to watch Maddow. I can't. It's my show. You can watch it after. Okay. It's on Hulu the next morning. Right, because after that, I have to watch, I have to watch Lawrence of Arabia. And after that, you can watch it. The then next I watch morning. Brian Williams. <laughs> I watch a lot of news. I started, I start, I watch news in prime. Listen, you watch a lot of TV too. I so do. let's don't let's not play this game. No, it's true. I do. I watch a lot. You watch of TV. a lot of TV, scripted TV. I, I watch a lot of scripted TV. I uh, do. You just, but it's mostly about sci-fi stuff, zombies, and action where they're beating each other up. Like if they're not like fighting, I don't really get the point. <laughs> and I don't like romance stuff. I just want people to fight. Oh my God. <laughs> this explains so much about Valentine's Day and everything. I mean, just get yeah, just want violence. Does, does Jason watch any of this stuff? Some of it. Like, there's some things that he I've gotten him into. Like, he doesn't like The Walking Dead or Into the Badlands really? or any of the zombie stuff. No, he doesn't like zombie things. What does he watch? So we did start getting into Queen Sugar. Oh, okay. And he got very obsessed with it. Well, that's it. drama. It's yeah. scripted. Okay. And we watched that work obsessively. With that. Yeah. And I got him watching Greenleaf. Okay. So we watched Greenleaf and Queen Sugar. Those were our two well, own shows. This is us. Yeah. And I probably could. I just, I'm literally watching Maddo at that time. I would here's here's an assignment. And I didn't know that's when it was on, to be honest. As you were traveling to the West Coast. Right. I could just download pull it. Pull up the first episode. Of Isn't this it like four seasons in, though? That's a lot of watching. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you, can, you can do it. It's worth it. Okay. It really right. is good. But This Is Us, next week is the season finale. Okay. Um, It's supposed to be really good. So we'll see what happens. We do know that the whispers are going to last yep. until the next season. But I thought this was a good episode. Okay. That's not bad at all. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Yes. Let's talk about Jesse. Oh, my God. Can oh. you explain? Let me tell you. I was on set, right? I think we were about to go live. Yeah. And I get this alert. All charges dropped against Jesse Smollett. I, I was mean, like, what? what? Oh, my God. The hell? And you know, my show, we don't deal with this kind of content. So myself and the news anchor... That was in the room. We were just both, and she's a, a black woman. We were both like, "Oh my god!" It's I, have I, you seen this? Well, what do you understand? What happened? I do not understand because it. Doesn't... But I have theories. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so here's my theory. Okay, so for those who don't know, Jesse Smollett, you know, he had 16 felony counts mm-hmm. uh, from Empire. Yes. Yeah. Um, and on Tuesday, 
afternoon, all the charges are dropped. Right. right? His legal team, Mark Ergos, and you know, and and the team. Yeah. Uh, they're preparing for trial. Yes. Right. Because they're going to fight this. He's saying he's not guilty. They're right. going to fight these charges. Um. All of a sudden, all charges are dropped. Right. He's exonerated, basically. Yeah. And he, we're waiting for an emergency hearing for him to go before the judge or whatever has to happen. Or I don't don't know what happened. Right. Um, But there was an emergency hearing, you know, and we see him walk out after with a woman on his legal team. They have a bit of a press conference. He comes up and says... You know, I, I, I've been telling you the truth all along. Basically, I'm paraphrasing. Right. I couldn't be a, my mother's son and do the things that I've so been accused of. So he's standing by the original story he told. He's standing by it, which to me was even more shocking. Right. Because here's the thing. Um, and I've never been one to be like, he's guilty. Throw yeah. the book at him. I, I felt like I, I wasn't clear on whether or not he was guilty or innocent. Same. And I felt like 16 felony counts was excessive. Way too much. I felt like the... The, when Paul Manafort gets like hello. two seconds in prison for sixty million dollars worth exactly. of defrauding the United States for twenty years, yeah, I felt like um, the DA and the police department were being extremely uh, excessive in their efforts yep. to, you know, find this, you know, with the even grand jury and even everything. Even if he did, even a false if he report. did it, right? I felt like it was too much. extreme, way too much. So my theory is. Because, you know, the records have been sealed. Yes. He did a little bit of community service he with did. Rainbow Push. Yes. Um, they kept the $10,000 he put to bond himself out. Okay. Right? They didn't. He said that he didn't want it back. Right. He wanted to let. That's what his lawyer said. He didn't want the money back. Right. Um, so he wasn't going to fight to get it. And that was that. But his uh, one of his attorneys was on Good Morning America. Because, you know, I had to watch Robin Roberts this morning to yes. see what her reaction to all right. of this was. Uh, his attorney, one of his attorneys was on and said, not only is he not guilty, but the two brothers are guilty. They did attack him. Wait a minute. Yes. Stop. Yes. So there's, there's, okay, so we know he paid the brothers to do training. Right. But now he's saying they did attack him? Yes. Because I His thought I saw the statement from the attorney saying that he was attacked by two unknown people. She was saying that he had no idea who attacked him. based Like, he didn't know. Right. Because the men were masked. So he's still saying it happened. He's saying it still happened. And do you think it happened? I don't know. This is bizarre. I, what I do know is I'm glad that the charges have been dropped because I feel like they were excessive. But Way I feel like it was sealed because I think the police department and the DA's office, in their efforts to, to charge him, yeah. uh, I feel like somebody on those teams made a mistake. Or is Mark Garagos one of his lawyers? Yes, because he's the he, main lawyer. Isn't he caught up in the Michael Avenatti mess? Yeah, but what does that have to do with anything? Maybe they're turning state's evidence against Michael Avenatti. Could How? there be some kind of weird? What would Jesse Smollett know about anything I having to know. do with Nike or anything? I no, I've heard that tossed around, but I, I think that's unlikely. He doesn't yeah. seem like he would. That he would know any what, of that. Yeah, where could he know? But also, and he, if he made a deal that he knew something to me, yeah, they said they didn't make any kind of a deal. Okay, his lawyer said. They said they just they straight up just drop the charges. Drop the charges. And here's the reality: I never trusted the Chicago Police Department. That's the because hashtag Laquan McDonald and so Rom, they needed Rom, to prove to me. It? And Rahm Emanuel, Emanuel was one of the main ones who knew about the, uh, the Laquan tape. McDonald tape and, and kept it, it quiet and buried it. Yeah. So because that police department isn't the most trustworthy, nor I is was, he. Right. I was willing to say I don't know, I and that like, I'm not going to pronounce Jesse Smollett guilty because. 
Who knows? And then when the police department came out and had that news conference that saying, excessive. yes, saying that, I mean, really basically tainting uh, yes, the, the jury. jury yeah, yeah. Basically saying that he uh, sent the letter to himself. Yep. And saying that the check was not was to pay, give yes. them money to go and buy these supplies. And claiming the, that they pulled people off homicide to yes. go investigate a, a simple assault. Please. And the FBI stepped in and said it, the letter was not sent by Jussie. And they also came in and said that the check was for what uh, training. For. Mm. So once I heard that, mm. I was like, something's wrong. Listen, something's the, the up. The press conference by the police department was way over the top dot com. I much. could not believe it. Because they were trying to make an example of him to make themselves look good. Yeah. But if you're that police department with that history, don't do that. They sealed the evidence, right? Mm. I feel like, why would, I feel like there was a reason that. The prosecution wanted should should wanted he get killed. his his job back? He's been fired yeah. off Empire. I think he should get his job back. Yeah, because I think they his life too go, soon. I think his job, but I, poor Lee Daniel. I know because when Jesse first when it first happened, it first came out. He you know put out this heartfelt video in support of him. Yeah. Then after the sixteen counts you know came down, then he was like, What's you know, do? I've been silent. Yeah. You know, and he was upset with Jesse. Now that he's exonerated, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? What is he gonna do? He's been back and forth. I, mean, I think that when they dropped the charges, Jesse and his lawyers should have walked out of there and said nothing. Yeah, he should just get back to his life. Don't go out there saying I'm innocent. Yeah, don't say nothing. I've said all along. Leave it alone. It was just too messy. It's messy. Just the whole walk thing is a out mess. of there. It's you a don't mess. Need, you don't need to clear anything up. Hmm. He should just do his own show by himself. But. And somebody brought this point up to me, which is interesting. If he's completely in innocent, why did he have to do community service? That too. And also, what was that for? The story was weird. It was weird, but it wasn't worthy of sixteen, 16 counts of where he was counts. facing. I think like sixty years or something yes. in prison. That was ridiculous. It was crazy. Even if he lied about, even the if case. he lied, no. he didn't hurt anybody. Because by the way, people are lying every day about people barbecuing. Listen, and they're not getting 16 they're not, counts. It, nothing is happening. And, and police resources are being used. And sometimes people are at risk of being killed and, and the shot. And LGBTQAI community will be fine. It will not fall because Justice Smollett and this whole situation. And he did, I mean, he didn't hurt anyone except his own pride and his own job. And his reputation. And his reputation. He hurt himself. He didn't hurt anybody else. Damage done. Yeah. You know what He's I mean? He's already suffered. He's lost a huge amount of money. I hope he and gets his, his job. job back. I hope he gets his job back. I really it's do. All, but it is super weird. One day, he needs to go have a heart-to-heart -heart with Robin and just tell her what really happened. She may not let him back on, though. Ooh, I was looking for any sign of, Jesse, you I'll, know. You can come on my show, Jesse. I wanted her to I'll have, ask. like, a twisted mouth this morning, like, arms folded, not saying nothing, just like. Just mm -hmm. looking at her. Mm -hmm. But, Jesse, you can come on AM Joy. I'll do. I'll make an exception on politics if you want to come on be on my show. You can tell me all about it. Mm -hmm. I'll be an auntie. Come on, baby. Come do on, you Jamie. watch Empire yet? I watched it like the first season, <laughs> and then I gave up. <laughs> I watched it through the second season. They kept season. breaking out in song, and I don't know why. Because it's a musical family. I know, they, there's a record company. I know, but they don't have to sing every minute. Like, don't <laughs> sing that much. Like, I like a musical where they sing a little, but they don't sing a lot. Right, but it worked on shows like, it was like Nashville. Fame. Like, Nashville was one of the first shows Never to really that. do that. It was really good. I heard it was good. It was Never really well done. I used to watch Fame when I was a kid. See? And I liked fame, but they, they were in a dance song. school. It made sense to break out in song and dance every two seconds. Not an empire. Too much. It was about a family too in the music much. industry. And then that way they could launch soundtrack, have soundtrack. Oh, music no, I know that's why they it. were doing it. Yeah. Yeah. They were singing every 10 seconds. Unbelievable. Anywho. I can't. Well, girlfriend, I think that brings us to the end of our, of our journey. But 
this is only the beginning of our journey because we've got a great guest coming up. Oh, we definitely do. We do. We do. The end of our journey of us talking about poppets. Yeah. Because we still have to talk about the fabulous movie Us. We do. We do. Cousin, what's wrong with you? Girl, TMI. Uh, You know, I'm I'm heading out to L.A. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. I got my dress fitted. And, of course, I get my period. So you're bloated. I'm super, super bloated. But, you know, the thing, it's got me thinking about the fact that I'm running down to my office to try to grab something, you know, we, we have to do as girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, you really actually have to think a little bit more about it, right? You do. You and do. I, it's important to kind of be a little bit more thoughtful about what we use. Because you and I, we are. We talked about how over the years we're very careful about what we use when it comes to feminine care products. Exactly. And especially when you're at work. Like, the thing that I hate is you go into the bathroom and people are flushing the things. Yeah. Because the things aren't organic. Oh, and a lot so of true. people are putting synthetic fibers. They're putting all sorts of stuff in it, chemical cleansing agents, fragrances, dyes. All that stuff is actually going into the ecosystem, and I hate to be super Green New Deal about it, but it actually is annoying. Well, come to the rescue, Lola. It's a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes, which I love. Hello, how long have women been waiting for something like this? Yeah. Because a lot of major brands use a mix of synthetic synthetic ingredients in their products, and including rayon and polyester, things that you really don't want to put in or on your body. Right, let alone flushing them into the world. You don't want them in your body either. So this no, is like organic don't. cotton. It's like a little bit natural. It actually kind of, you feel better about using it. Yeah. Well, Lola makes your month a little bit easier. Hello, ladies. You're going to love this. The subscription is fully customizable, so you can choose your mix of products. Wait, you mean they'll deliver it to you? Yeah. Maximum oh. absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. Okay, I need to know how do I get the subscription. So this I will never be caught unawares again. MyLola.com. And you know what I think what our listeners would love to have? A promo code. A discount. A discount. A little bit of money off. Really easy. Just the promo code is read this. R-E-I-D. Yes. For saving. Yes. Love it. Go to MyLola.com. Make your month easier. Okay, you guys. The time has come for us to talk about the movie Us. Let me say, spoiler alert. A lot of love. If you are like one of the handful of people that has not seen this movie or read about it. All three of y'all. Yeah. Okay. What you doing with your life? I know. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing. Get your life back. Get it together. Get it back. Go to the movies. Joining us to talk about this movie and everything that has been going along with it. I mean, Twitter, social media, everybody has been talking about this movie and the hidden meanings within it. Is Alyssa Wilkinson. She is a staff writer and critic at Vox.com, where she covers film and culture, and she is an associate professor of English and humanities at the King's College in New York City. I love that. Welcome. I want to take Thanks. that class. That sounds like a dope class. That really it's does. really fun to teach. I love How that. How often are you in the classroom? Um, I teach a full load, so about six hours a week. Wow. Really? Yep. Yep. That's oh, pretty cool. Yeah. I, welcome to the world of multitasking. Yes. Can we oh, do have lots of jobs here. Yes. Lots of jobs. And your work has appeared in Rolling Stone, The Washington Post, Vulture, The Atlantic, mm-hmm. RogerEbert.com. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's, Congrats it's on just being you. Thank, oh, wait. Thank you. <laughs> Joanne, she's part of the New York Film Critics Circle, so Ooh. she can get us into some Can you get stuff. us into some? Uh, probably. That's a song. And a writing <laughs> fellow with the Sundance Institute. We, what? We've always wanted to go to Sundance. We want to go to Utah. Okay. Utah wants to see us. New BFF. Oh. <laughs> so imagine that we make people into honorary cousins. Cousins. Hey, that's girl. So it's me. Hey, cousin. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about this movie, Us. Okay. First, let's talk about the records that have been broken with this yeah. movie, because that's something that you wrote about mm-hmm. um, this week. So talk about it. I mean, first off, 
um, the highest grossing horror movie with a black female lead. Yes. That's one, but there are more. There are a whole bunch more. It's the highest grossing horror film from an original concept so far, or highest uh, first weekend mm-hmm. grossing, which is a big deal, um, which beats A Quiet Place from last year. Wow. Um, it is also the biggest opening weekend for an original R-rated film. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest one ever was The Passion of the Christ, but I guess that's not an original concept. It's technically an adaptation. Technically, it's Jesus. Technically, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> it is the second highest opening ever for a live action film as well. That's which amazing. Which comes after Avatar, which wow. is supreme. Yes. So that's massive. Jordan Peele, and it's only his second film. And it's only his second film. Was it? Wow. Was the expectation that he would do this well? I heard that this film would do this well opening weekend as far as the numbers that it made. I heard it was not. It was not. So people expected it to make a ton of money, but their projections were like 38 to 45 million, and it made 70. Wow. wow. So it doubled expectations it doubled. pretty much. Yeah. This typically happens, unfortunately, with um, movies that have majority black casts. People downgrade what they're going to do. Because mm-hmm, there's still this expectation in Hollywood that only black people see black movies yeah which makes which no in sense. 2019 makes no sense after black panther was the biggest Hello. grossing film of the year yeah. um Hello. it doesn't make any sense but this is still and kind of lupita and yongo is the only person i recognize as president of the united states yes. she's our president <laughs> that's right when our president is in a movie <laughs> everyone goes yes out of patriotism yep but not only that black panther did well internationally as mm-hmm. well which mm-hmm. a lot of people um didn't expect mm-hmm. it to do yes i mean it literally made billions of dollars Wow. I love that. Yeah. Okay, and but with Jordan Peele and the success of Get Out, I mean, why would that and why would people expect that this movie, because it's from a black director and it stars black people, would not do as well? Right. I think some of it has to do with the fact that it's a horror film and it's R-rated. So R-rated films do open lower typically because mm-hmm. um, people don't, you know, teenagers can't go to see them without their parents. And then also oh, they go. Yeah, they, they they sure do, in. but they quote unquote they can't go to see can. them. Right, yes, right. and then also horror films. There are a lot of people who self-select out of horror, and so they'll say, "Oh, I don't watch horror films," and they just won't go. Um, but I think because Get Out was such a hit, mm-hmm. people really got excited for this, and um, I think Jordan Peele has turned into someone who people will go see his movie just because his name yeah. is on it. And, and having I Got Five on it in yeah. the trailer, oh my God. that made me want to see it. Because I yeah. know, and then right? they slowed it down. You're like, they made that film. That's <laughs> yep. so scary. Even yep. better. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I loved the fact that so many people that I talked to that were like, I don't want to go see a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go see it because I don't do scary movies have gone to see this movie, and they loved it. And they're saying, you know, it really wasn't that scary. Right. There were mm-hmm. scary moments in it, but there was so much more to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the underlying meanings of it, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, that a lot of people are going to see it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I dragged the daughter to go and see it, who does not like scary movies, um, and did not see Get Out because... Just she doesn't watch scary movies, but she went with me because no one, the other people in my life don't want to go see scary movies either. Really? So she, no, the whole she, family. Nope, oh. uh, nope. I mean, Miles will probably go, but right. he's in Syria. He's you know he's far away. So um, so I ended up taking the daughter, and she was terrified to go see it. She was like burying her head in my shoulder like repeatedly because she was going to be scared. But then afterwards, we ended up talking about the movie for hours. Yeah, she could not stop talking about it. It had so many layers and was so fascinating. She was scared, mm-hmm. but. She was also fascinated by the movie. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, and before you jump in here, Alyssa, that when I went to see it, it was a, a carload of us went um, like to dinner after we saw the movie. 
And there were six people in the car, and it was just such deep conversation about what this movie was about. And everybody had their own theory about, you know, it was it was about poverty in America. It was the way Americans deal with, you know, other nations, and it's the way other nations look at the United States. I mean, there was so many, so much conversation. No one was talking about, oh, there was that moment when this happened, right. and that scared me. Mm-hmm. No one was talking about that. Yeah. I mean, are you finding that as well? Yeah, definitely. I um, I am accustomed to watching a movie, and then it comes out, and then I see a whole bunch of takes that I think are bad. <laughs> um, and I have seen so many different headlines where I'm like, that's an interesting take that I didn't even think about right. about that film, or a different uh, lens to look at it through, or a different thing to map it onto. Yeah. So I think... You know, for some people, I think it wasn't as satisfying as Get Out because it wasn't as um, single-minded about what it was saying. But I think that's also what's great about it yeah. is that people, even if they say they didn't like it, they can't stop talking and about it. And it's got a lot of Easter eggs in it. Can you yeah. talk yes. about some of the little things? I mean, there's Jeremiah 11, 11, which yes. obviously everyone looked up in their Bible. Yeah, or, right. or, or, before or they Bible left online. the theater. Yep. Yeah, before they left the theater. We, I know that my daughter and I literally sat in the theater and looked it up yeah. right then. And there. We needed to know immediately. <laughs> right. yep. But th- what other things are in the movie that are sort of peeking out and people are talking about? Yeah, there are so many. I mean, I couldn't even pull them all out for you if I tried. There's definitely some films that it's referencing. Like The Shining. The Shining. And Jaws. I saw the Shining. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Jaws. There's also... Um, Wait, what was Jaws? Jaws was the beach the scene. The kid is wearing a t-shirt wearing... that says Jaws. Oh. In that and then the beach scene, mm-hmm. kind of like when she's looking for her son when yes. he's near the fun house. When they're running. That, that scene was kind of like what you saw in yeah. Jaws when the shark was in the water. Did yeah. anybody notice Jurassic Park? Yeah. So there's a scene in no. the first Jurassic Park when the two little kids are trapped in the main room where all of the sort of dinosaur thing where your tour starts. Right. And they get trapped in the kitchen. And the go-to is to go in the mm-hmm. in the cabinet. Uh-huh. And the boy to reminds me very much of the little boy in Jurassic Park when he goes in the cabinet and the fact that Ah. When he goes in the closet, the door doesn't close. Yeah. Is like a very Jurassic Park thing. Yeah. That the kids, the kid who knows how to hide is the go-to kid in every one of these mm-hmm. kind of scary movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. the kid that knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's um, hints of uh, the movie Funny Games, which is a home invasion, invasion film um, where people kind of break in and they don't know what the invaders want and they hold the family captive. Ah. That's that's in there. There's mm-hmm. You could probably pick up on five or six different other movies. I think Jordan Peele has referenced Rosemary's Baby. I don't even know where that is in the film, but yeah. I think that's great. And um, Twilight Zone, he has yes. said, because he's a huge fan of the Twilight Zone and, yes. you know, the series, the television series. And there was a, um, an episode that dealt with doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. She's she switched places with her back in the funhouse. I yeah. I said that I did said that to myself. Did you catch that before? I did. Way I up. I whispered it to my boyfriend. I was yeah. like, she switched places. Yep. I was like, that's not the original. That was and, and sorry for the spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie, I you said stop right alert, now. Time ago. <laughs> but the thing at the ending of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, I, I saw a lot of people, We were, you know, all these online discussions that we're having with different people were saying yeah. that they thought the movie was over when the family went to the other family's house. And then there's this extended movie after. Really? Yeah. But that the ending of the movie leaves you kind of not sure how to feel because you've been rooting. Right. You've been yeah. rooting for the for wrong one, person. And then the other one turns. I mean, it's so mind bending to then mm-hmm. think you've been rooting for the wrong Lupita. Yes. Yes. And it's so scary. and Jordan even said about that, that, you know, it's just kind of like. It's up in the air, kind of like you don't know who to root for. Right. Which one? Because the the Lapita um, that was of the tethered world that's now out and has this family, that's her family. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? But they say if you see her when the 
kids from the tethered world are crying, are dying. The one in the fire and the one that was up in the tree. That she's basically grieving that because yeah. those are her people. I'm telling you, I've and read when everything. The one about is this in movie. the tree. She doesn't want them to die. Right? No, she doesn't. She really doesn't. And they are her children. Right. You know? Yeah. And um, it kind of explains why the other Lupita can speak. And right, the rest it's, of them can. So right. my daughter caught that one. Yes. That the, she's the she's the only one that can talk mm-hmm. because she knew how to talk. Yes, already, right, right. But that she was grabbed by the throat, yeah. so she can't speak clearly because she had no health care. Yeah, right, right. So she was down there with a crushed windpipe and never got any health care, which yeah. is a statement on health care. Yes, right. And well, I, oh, go ahead. Well, go an on. interesting thing is that the way they set up the film is that. Um, whatever happened to have the tethered be in this underworld happened so long ago that probably the people who are responsible are no longer long gone. alive. Right. Yeah. And so it's almost as if everyone is kind of um, dealing with the, the fallout from choices that were made that they weren't part of. Yeah. But right. So is there a villain? It's it's even hard it's to hard say. To, it, right? it reminds me of Black Panther in that way because mm-hmm. in Black Panther you have this duality with where Killmonger yes. is a villain, mm-hmm. but mo- once half he the people I came himself, out with. People were rooting for him. They right? sympathized with him. Right. Even yeah. though they loved the Black Panther, yeah. they sympathized with his reasoning behind why he did what he did. But you know what? Okay, so early on, I figured, not that early on, but I, I figured, okay, she switched places. But when she goes to the fun house, back to the fun house to look for her son, right? She knows exactly where, where she's go. going. Mm-hmm. She does. She go. Yep. She knows there's a hidden scared. door. She knows to go downstairs. Yep. Yeah. She knows to go to exactly where to go. And that's when I was like, uh-huh. She, it is. I yes. don't know how it didn't. Right, because I've been thinking, don't go down there, Lupita. Like, all I'm thinking is, what are you doing? Yes. Why like, are you going down yeah, there? She knew she everything. Knew. Yeah. What I want to know, and if you guys picked up on, did the did the, did the boy at the end, who is one of my favorite the favorite characters, he's so brilliant as an actor, the mm-hmm. little boy. The little boy. Jason. Yeah. Does he know at the end? Or yes. is he just looking at her like, I'm just afraid of you in general because you're super violent? Definitely does. If you think about it, um, uh, Lupita from who's been living in the sunny world um, has uh, come down and the, you know, Lupita who's been living down there. The real Lupita. The real Lupita who's also kind of apparent. We think she's the tethered Lupita up to that point. She explains the entire story to real Lupita or to upstairs Lupita. We'll call her that. Um, (laughs) And there's no reason for her to explain the story. They know what happened. They both were there. Right. Right. She explains the story about how she ended up down there. The whole reason she's doing it is because the boy is in the locker, and you can hear through a locker, yeah, right? right? There are events in a locker. Right. And so he hears the entire story being told. And so when they get back above ground, he absolutely knows what That's happened. That's why yeah. when, he heard when she the story. opens the door, he's like, I'm scared of he's you. He's scared. Yeah. He didn't know what to do. Yeah. 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 So his look at her is like the most chilling thing in it the is. world. And then when they go back and they show little tethered Lupita in the upstairs world, unable to speak and they're like I just wanted to that speak that's why she that's couldn't why speak she can't because talk. she never could talk and then when she says to the lady when they're on the beach the friend I have trouble talking it's like you know what it reminded me of too the sixth sense mm-hmm. where you start to realize yes. what happened backwards once you know what happened it's like, then uh, you're reliving all these moments going oh my god yeah. about everything you saw yes. that's how I felt at the end I need to see the movie again but right. but that's the thing right. it does yes. he, he just like with get out people want to see it multiple times yes. because yeah. now you want to see and now you're going to go back and see oh this and this and you're going to see even more things yes yes and all these little things that are in the film that you maybe didn't see the first time around you will notice like the films on the shelf 
when they're showing the Hands Across America commercial right at the yes. beginning, they're like Goonies. Yes. You know, and Chud and films that are actually about themes that then pop up oh, in wow. his movie. Right. Yes. Does it remind, are you old enough to remember Lost? Uh, I am old enough, but I never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my studio. I know. <laughs> it wasn't that, that so long ago. She was on the TV show. What do you think? She is 12. <laughs> <laughs> she was young. But it was just She's a baby. It was a baby, Jackie. I am like 35. It was just 10 years She's ago. just a oh little God. girl. I thought you were going to say, like, lost in space or something. My God, lost. I do want to say, like, Twilight Zone is an interesting reference point because uh, Jordan Peele has the new Twilight right, Zone that show, is coming which out he with. hosts yeah. and executive produced. And the ending of this film feels like a Twilight Zone it episode. It definitely does. It doesn't but, okay, did anyone else catch? Because I'm going to give Daughter one more shout out <laughs> that she caught that the ending is Thriller. The ending is the same as the ending in Thriller. Uh, when what you, do you think mean? at the end of Michael Jackson's video Thriller, you think he's a normal Michael Jackson who's dancing and he turns around oh, and he has the and eyes. He's zombie Michael Jackson. Oh. So the ending when she turns and smiles, it's the ending of Thriller. Because he looks over his shoulder the exact same way and smiles. That's interesting. And wow. then remember the thriller was the oh, shirt. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Very. There's so much. There's so much. There's I need to see it again. So much. I, listen, I can't tell you how many times I'm going to see this movie. Yeah. Did it make anyone else creeped out, though? Because I have to say that I now walk around my house thinking there's going to be another me in the other room. Well, you have to have the whole, you know, it's kind of like me and zombies and vampires. Like, I don't want to see anything scary that has to do with anything biblical, mm-hmm. you know. But yep. if it's zombies and vampires, that's not happening. You know, Are you sure about I'll that? be ready if it does. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it could it, happen. It's very unlikely, mm, you know, but maybe. the Bible is real. Yeah. And the devil is real. And also anything like that, yep. that really freaks me out. So I tend to stay away from those. Cloning things. is real. Yeah, I mean, they but, do clone things. Yeah, but not people that we you know. You don't of. know that. Okay. <laughs> do they share a soul? If they do right. Well, that's, that's the, the question, other question right? because this yeah. is the other one of these other deep conversations yeah. was tethered Lupita. Well, who turns out to be upstairs Lupita, mm-hmm. upstairs downstairs Lupita. We'll call her that. Yeah, right? talks about the fact that they were the tethered were made and they don't have a soul. Mm-hmm. But don't they? Because the te- the the Lupita from downstairs has feelings and emotions. Loves her children. Loves her husband. She. Seems to have a soul. So is it true that they don't have a soul? I think the the setup is that they share a soul, yeah. but that the upstairs people are allowed to develop their soul and like live in the sunshine and experience God's grace or whatever, and that downstairs it's all darkness. Right. And there's no, you know, they literally can't be creative, right? They're stuck imitating exactly whatever their tethered person is But I thought that the, tethered, the upstairs, downstairs Lupita said that the clones were created to control the people upstairs. Right. But, but it's the other way around. But it never well, happened. Ne- that never came to pass. Yeah. That was the intention. It was the other way, though. But it never. It became the other way because the people who created the clones abandoned, abandoned them. Yeah. And that's all very interesting. I think Jordan Peele has talked about how he would very willingly make another movie set in this universe. And yeah. I think, like, a prequel would be a thing that people would be curious to I'd see. I love that. Yes. Right? How did this happen and why? And that would give him a really good opportunity to build more of the kind of social critique that he's doing in this movie into... Yeah. into it is it. like Lost. Y'all should go back and watch it. <laughs> I've seen Lost. Because Lost is that kind of thing like where people are ago. gone. Just 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> the, people, the people who made this weird world are gone. Yeah. And then the... The result of what they did is what the people in the current world are living with. Right. Kind of right. Thing. 
Minus right. minus the clones. Minus the clones. What's interesting though will come award season, right? Yes. I don't know if the movie will be nominated, but I definitely think Lapita. Mm-hmm. And will... the baby who plays Jason, that kid yeah. is a phenomenal little actor. He that probably little boy, won't be nominated though. He I mean, was amazing. He was great, but Lapita and oh, no. the depth of her. Yes. I mean, yeah. he's he's not going to. And she's president, so you should <laughs> yes give her her award. They should just skip the award. Just give her the award. I just mean, not just one, but two. You know, characters and played so well. Yes. Yeah. Um, I just can't see award season. It's a know, hard. I see her being ignored. Yeah. yeah. The har- the horror film aspect always makes That's it a hard the thing. sell. Yeah. But Get Out did all right. Yeah. I mean, did anyone Daniel else? Daniel Kaluuya was nominated. Yes. And he- oh yeah. And. Jordan Peele and the was, movie nominated, was nominated, and the movie was nominated for yeah. Best Picture. Yeah. And it might be that that broke some kind of a barrier in the minds of the old white guys who run the Academy. <laughs> Can I ask you a question about the Academy? Because yeah. that is a question. And I wonder if now they're realizing with viewership generally down in these kinds of award shows, whether they're thinking about that. Because when Titanic won, there was a sense that the Academy was realizing they can't just nominate, you know, the film critic circle award films yeah. no one no one saw. Right. But they need to start thinking about the big blockbuster movies yeah. as worthy of awards if they're quality films. Right. So what happened um, was 10 years ago, The Dark Knight failed to be nominated for Best Picture. And so they were And that's crazy, by the way, because that yes. film is crazy good. Really good. And yeah. so they expanded from five to ten um, possible slots in Best Picture. But the Academy has this really arcane way of tabulating votes. And so you don't fill all ten slots necessarily. So like this year there were only eight nominees right. um, because of the way they tabulate it. But yeah, the intention was to make sure that the movies that um, people went to see are nominated alongside the kind of art films right. that might be like a push forward in the form. But that also means that a genuinely, a movie that fits into both categories like Black Panther can get nominated. But also, I feel like, see, I I haven't watched the Academy Awards since Be- since um, uh, Beast with No Name, Beast, yes. of, Beast of No Name didn't get nominated. Yeah. Because I felt like it was, it was such an obvious yes. oversight. Um, and it just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. And I'm not sure what the value of it is. Right. You know, if a, if a film like that. Yeah. Well, couldn't be nominated. And I mean, I can tell you in brief, the main problem is that the demographic of the Academy has been diversifying and changing. A little. But it is still, yeah. like, probably, I think the number, they don't release their um, numbers, but if you kind of track them, something like two-thirds of them are um, white men over 65. Yeah. Of the so they like Green the Book. They sure did. They, did. <laughs> they sure but did. But it's a world they can but, get with. But I think the door opened for a movie like Black Panther to be nominated yes. because of the changes that yes. have been yes. made within the Academy. Well, they invited April Rain, Rain of April on Twitter, for right. those of you who know yeah. her, yeah. for a reason. Yes. They wanted her to be there to witness their changes. Yes. It's yeah. definitely a, a, And Regina King getting yeah, an award, which Spike Lee, so hello. Spike yep. Lee, which he deserved. Yeah. Yeah, because yep. Black Panther was phenomenal. And, yep. I mean, come on. It, it's definitely changing. It, it is, is changing. changing. It's just come back and very watch it slow. Year. And a big reason is that membership in the Academy is for life. Mm. So basically, they have to die. Got to kill off they some got, people. They, they got to yeah. die off. <laughs> I mean, not that we're saying anybody should do that. No, 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 no but you know, they eventually selection. will. Yeah, it's natural selection. Yeah, that's exactly. So, uh, as far as the film for you, Alyssa, what what was your sort of favorite aspect of the film? What really st- stood out to you? Um, I found myself thinking a lot about how uh, doppelgangers work in this film. Um, part of it is because I've written somewhat on doppelgangers and horror films in the past. And historically, a doppelganger is uh, the exact copy of you that you see before you die. <laughs> wow. So if you see a doppelganger, your death is near. And or, it's an evil version of you, And it's an evil version of you. And this is why in many cultures, twins have been considered very unlucky. 
And mm. sometimes one would be left to die because you can't have two of the same. Like humans just get freaked out by right. exact copies or sim- very similar copies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thinking about that was really interesting because it's... Are you telling me that the Property Brothers are evil? <laughs> I, yes, they Because are. I really rely on Neither them for design. Neither confirm or deny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you see your exact double walking around and you don't have a twin, you should be very worried. Scary. Right? But um, this is an interesting thing for this film because it is also saying that we have, like, we, if we're the above ground people, we have people who are like us in other places that yeah. we haven't maybe paid sufficient attention to or that we've tried to forget exist, um, but that do exist, right? And that we're living a life that should belong to all of us. Did you get the sense, and I don't know if you guys thought that one of the themes of the film is kind of that sense yeah. of African Americans leaving the black people that, you know, when people leave, you know, the neighborhood and move into Mm. integration, there is that sense that they're cutting themselves off from Mm. the black people who didn't make it or the black people who left the South and sort of forgot about the blacks down South. The only reason I'm thinking about that is there's recently been this sort of re-rise of black nativism. It's a very Mm. tiny strain, but very Mm -hmm. virulent strain. And and I was reading a piece in uh, Medium about the old versions of black nativism, which used to be blacks who left the South and who were like in Chicago or somewhere in New York and didn't want southern new southern blacks moving to their neighborhoods Hmm. because they felt that it cast a negative reflection on them and so their sense was you had these like little knitting circles and these very upscale sort of almost tees where Hmm. black people who had quote-unquote made it out just sort of disdained the black people who were coming from the south as these sort of you know the great unwashed they didn't want them around in the same Mm. way that white people didn't want them Mm. around and that was the thing i wasn't aware of is that that, that black nativism was a thing like in the early 1950s and the early in the 1940s there was a a strain of it um and i wonder if that might that the the film kind of reminded me of that too the sense that these people that are tethered to us that are like us but we don't think about them. They're yeah. of us, but we want to. But it's interesting you say that because this family, the above ground family, if that's what we want to call them, um, you know, they were middle class. I right. mean, here they are going to a vacation home yeah. to mm-hmm. visit the beach with the entire family. They have a boat. Clearly, yeah. right. They have a boat. They're um, well educated, mm-hmm. Howard University. Yeah. So it is kind of like the haves and the have nots yeah. among, you know, black people. They're yeah. both people of color yeah and, and then they That's interesting. have a sort of dichotomy with the even wealthier white family mm-hmm. that are their friends yes. that when they get in their house there's dead bodies on the floor but they're like you know the dad's like we're good here yeah we're here with the let's bodies stay here. Here. <laughs> let's stay here we have everything we need so it's like you can never achieve you yeah. know enough well, yeah some people were saying that it it, it, it relates um to poverty as well as far mm-hmm. as the haves and the have not that's why they started off with the hands across america mm-hmm. which is about you know raising money for homelessness and people living in poverty across the country way back years ago. Um, but they, they raised $36 million and only distributed 15 the yeah. to the poor, right? There have been so many articles yes. written about Hands Across America, yeah. America and what a failure it yeah. was yeah. Uh, because of that. And I actually, yeah. I mean, I, this will show that I am old. I remember Hands Across America because it happened when I was in high school and it was a thing, yeah. it was a big deal and I never knew what it was about. Yeah. I just knew they were going <laughs> to hold hands. You just wanted to go and hold They're hands. Hold I, hands. Just, I didn't <laughs> right? want to do it. I was like, I'm not holding hands. Who are these people? No, but they, it was a thing everyone was doing and mm-hmm. I just remember it being a thing but i didn't remember what it was about yeah yeah and uh, you know the kind of like attempt to showily you know this is a showy attempt to help the poor yeah and it didn't actually less than half the money went to people who actually needed it and you know and there's the white family and they have their doppelgangers too and in fact like everybody has one right Right. um but yeah i mean there's there's a lot of uh theorizing about it kind of being about colonialism as well there are actually post-colonial theorists who have thought about um, how we have our doubles who act on a string 
um, to sort of please us, right? So like if co- in colonialism, a lot of it was wealthy countries yep. taking the resources of these poorer countries. Yeah. That's exactly what you're kind of, and then forgetting about them. And then forgetting right? them. And imagining this was not a thing. And it, do, you know, it doesn't matter now. Why can't they pull themselves out of poverty? You know, it's interesting. Mm. That's like, that's Haiti, right? Or mm-hmm. that's Haiti or these other countries where European nations colonize you know, or, or owned, quote unquote, these Caribbean nations or India. And then when they were done, they were done. Right. They just left the mandate of Palestine. They're like, you two fight it out. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> right. It, 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 I mean, that is what the British did in, uh-huh. in Palestine and Israel, right? I mean, so there is a sense of that, of like abandoning the project right. that you started. But then trying to forget, right? And, and trying to forget that. And yeah. future generations are like, well, we didn't do that. Yeah. Right? Right. So it doesn't matter. It's not our problem. Right. And that's exactly and we're what not happens, to blame right? for it. Right. Yes. We have nothing to do with yeah. it. Which yeah. is partly true. And the movie kind of brings that out that yeah. it's not their fault exactly. Right. But they're still going to be in harm's way because of it. They're right. still going to be when right. the day of judgment comes. Right. Well, yeah, because, you know, the reality is if the people who were wronged by America, let's say whatever, come and invade this country, mm-hmm. they would take it out on us. They wouldn't right. take it out on the people who did it. They would take it out on the people who were here. Right. right. I mean, it was sort of it brings back another black panther their theme that mm-hmm. that was the idea that Killmonger yeah. wasn't wronged necessarily by Wakanda yeah. they didn't do anything to him but he's still going to take out his vengeance on them because in his mind they didn't save black America so it's got all these you know yeah yeah well, it's interesting that when um the original Lapita comes up and she and they're asking them you know who are you who are you people and she says we're Americans, we're Americans. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so Point interesting. And the name of the movie is Us, which is U.S. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Come on, yep. man. That's why I'm you like, get the big bucks, uh, girlfriend. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> There's so many layers. Somebody's going to write so a book ma- about this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or Jordan Peele There will be it. so many academic conferences about this movie totally. in the next year. I which, can't even. Which, to me, speaks to his brilliance. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, he absolutely. didn't just create this film right this horror film for us to go out and be scared and just enjoy and kind of talk about all oh, this made me jump or what about right people are talking about the, there have been so many articles written about yeah. this and so many conversations online about underlying meanings of this movie yeah, yeah. it's deep I, it's very and, and deep. get out did you, i mean get it was out the has, same with get out it yes. went into the conscious we all when you say the sunken place everyone knows what you mean yeah. exactly right it's or cra- the line about i would have voted for obama a third time is something people use all the time all that the was time. the joke about green book is it's the movie yeah. that would have voted for obama <laughs> for a third term. oh my god movie. let's not even do green book <laughs> there were so movie, many I and what green book is the green book wants to touch your hair <laughs> <laughs> yes it doesn't understand why you feel weird about it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you so Alyssa, much. Yeah. This was awesome. great. Yeah. I would take your class. I think it would be cool. I mean, you could if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Sign up. Maybe we'll audit it. We'll that's, audit. That would be fine. So we, we don't want to do any papers. We don't want to do any work. That's, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. Kind of a <laughs> but we will have Neither to have you back. Maybe closer to the Academy Awards if I you can convince to. Joanne to actually mm-hmm. watch. I will. Well, I'll watch him if you're going to come back, cousin. Now that you're our cousin, we yeah. have to yeah. watch. It's family. Family first. Yeah. Well, you know, they didn't have a host last year and it went pretty well. I. You know what? I heard that it was better. I've heard it was better. Yeah, it 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 actually wasn't one. bad. I mean, no. I didn't miss the host, even though once Maya Rudolph and yep. who did she come out with? Uh, Tina Fey yes. and um, Amy, uh, Poehler. Amy Poehler. When the three of them came out, I was like, "Come on, man!" I know. Well, no, you know host. what you need is Maya Rudolph and Tiffany Haddish. <gasps> Oscar. Okay, host. I'll watch that. Yeah. 
If you, if that, America if they do, would watch that. Yes, I America just want Tiffany. I love Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. I just want her to take a break. <laughs> I feel like she's doing <laughs> too, too much. Too many commercials. And not, not that I'm, not that it's overkill for me personally. Yeah. I just worry about her sanity. Right. Yeah. I just worry about, uh, like, she did 17 movies mm-hmm. last year. She has she, one coming out in a couple weeks. Yeah. And wow. she talked about the pressure that she's under to kind of, you know, I think when you hit that kind of fame all at once, like yeah. when you're an overnight success yeah. Yeah. after the movie, you know, Girl, Girls Trip, yeah. then everything's coming at you everybody she's been everywhere yeah. and i think it's taking its toll on her mm-hmm. you know we've heard about her bombing at you know yeah. at, at stand-up comedy yeah. shows the one on new year's eve mm-hmm. i think she's under a lot of pressure yeah, yeah. so i want Take her to break, do Tiffany. she just got a great deal with netflix mm-hmm. where she and wanda sykes are going to pro- co-produce um uh like they ready yeah a women's comedy special that's series cool. and i think that's great but I don't know. I just want her to be okay. Yes. Yeah. I love her and yes. I celebrate. But come be her. on our podcast. You can make time for that, Tiffany. Yeah. Well, just one more thing. Just the podcast. podcast. Come and rest <laughs> then with take us. A break. We'll drink wine. Yes. We'll mm-hmm. get Manny Petty. It'll be a woosa. Yeah. We'll turn the lights down. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be easy. It's gonna be amazing. Right? We'll play like what? Not oh, Michael Bolton. Yanni. We'll play you Yanni or Enya. So beautiful. <laughs> no, you need that music that they play at the spa. Oh, you need the oh. That's the only words yeah, I know. I don't yeah, even know that. that. I just know the it's sound work. of it. It's going to be yeah. amazing. It could work. I feel better oh, already. Yeah. Sound bath. Alyssa, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you, Alyssa. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Read This, Read That. Please and feel free to just follow us on social media, right? You got to yes. follow us on Read This, Read That. Read This, Read That. And leave off the last T on Twitter for savings. Yes, please tell all your family and friends Absolutely. to follow us, to download our podcast, to subscribe yes. to our podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Read This, Read That. You can follow us on Twitter, Read This, Read That. Facebook. And on Facebook at Read <laughs> This, Read There's That. There's no T. There's no T. No, there was not enough letters left. Okay, and don't, you don't can, judge us. You can catch Cousin Joy Ann <laughs> on MSNBC this weekend at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on AM Joy, and hopefully Jesse Smollett will stop by. Well, we're going to be live from Los Angeles because we're going out for the NAACP Image Awards. I'm That's very right, excited. which you are nominated I'm twice, nominated right? I'm nominated twice, and yes. um, hopefully we're not going to win. We're up against everybody, Listen, o- LeBron Oprah and Oprah everything. and everything. But it's fine. It's just excited to be nominated. And please stay tuned to my Instagram, which is Joanne Reed, because I'm going to do a quick little, a couple little getting dressed previews because of my you have outfit. a very fami- fabulous dress that was custom made for that you. that was custom made for me Love by it. an incredible designer called sukena atelier and it is fabulous i have two looks one for friday one for saturday so stay tuned to my instagram i'm going to show you the little get dress moment i so love it get into it yeah it's going to be fun and of course the fashion plate of the team jackie reed who's <laughs> always fierce and fashionable yeah. and you can catch her on the tom jordan morning show i just subscribed to just try to be a little bit like her every so often <laughs> she's fierce uh tom jordan morning show every tuesday and friday at 8 15 a.m. Also, New York Live in the New York area at 11:30 a.m. Monday through Friday. That's Eastern Time. The Hub today in Boston at 12:30 p.m. This lady have a lot of jobs. She's not Jamaican. Uh, also, catch Jackie on Serious Progress Mon on Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Sundays at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for Inside Her Story. Damn, you got a lot of jobs. I do. I do. It's crazy. When do you sleep? I do. I get eight hours. I don't get it. At least I'm confused. <laughs> anyway, that's that does it for us. I have us. a doppelganger. I'm scared now. I know. I'm officially afraid. This is not really me. Oh, God. I'm <laughs> Up, is it upstairs or downstairs, Jackie? I'm scared of you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> she kind of reminds me of Beloved. For all time, whenever we're together, I used to tell you that I loved you, babe. But nothing ever stays the same. Run away, run away.
run away.